That shit is live. God damn right. I, w- I shall take some of the crown once you are done with this. Jeez, that just splashed everywhere. <laughs> my nigga PJ don't not, he I? just do the heavy pours. Like, he like, no, fuck you. Like, this is, here's my pour. I just do this. You know, little, you know, like normal shit. This nigga just like, was just like pouring the shit off. I mean, I figure you got to get it in there, right? If it's, this whole big ass bottle, we halfway done in two days. Is that is that mainly me? I mean, I'll, I'll I mean, I drank some clearly. Yeah, just a little, just just a little bit. Fitty. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's hydrate as we dehydrate. Yeah, y'all peep the shirt on the on the camera. Got the Halloween shirt, John Carpenter, son. Yeah, bitch, I'm busting. goddamn right. <laughs> you got the NASA shirt. You got a NASA shirt. Okay, with your space science. Yeah. What does NASA stand for? National Aeronautics and Space. I don't know. Administration. God damn it. That's it. Ah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, you know. You know. I guess I should take yeah. a shot. Yeah, take, take, take. I'm going to take one. I'm take with you. Ready? Whenever you are. Theme music. There you go. Guess what? What's going on, motherfuckers? Like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just so hard. I'm Brent. I'm PJ. <laughs> this is the Home Video Hustle where we do a PJ. Hustle motherfucking hustle. A nigga really forgot his name just now. That's crazy. That's, ah, yeah, uh, Whoa. Yeah. Hey, PJ. Yeah. What episode number is this? We just recorded yesterday. What did we, what did we, what, what did we watch yesterday? We watched. What did we actually watch yesterday? We watched. Oh, we watched the Candy Tangerine, man. There you go. That's it. There you go. Yeah. With the soundtrack by Smoke. Damn right. Yeah, what episode number is this then? We just it, recorded yesterday, you should know. I should. You ought to know. 212. This is episode 213. Get the fuck! PJing it from the jump. Okay. And it's a Criterion movie. Yeah. What's the movie we watched? Kiss Me Deadly. That's right. Kiss Me yes. Deadly from 1955. This what What makes this a film noir? Detective story, black and white, the subject matter, the way it's oh. filmed. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just when they just talked over the shit. And you... Oh, you, well, I mean, a lot of film noirs do have the voiceovers and shit. Ah. But this one just doesn't. Ah. Yeah. But it's still. Uh... But it's a noir. Ah. Okay. PJ, this is an hour and 46 minutes long. Yeah. How much do you... Oh, fuck. How much do you think this cost to make? It was the 50s? Yeah. I will tell you right now, it's not million anything. Smooth seven hundred and twenty-five. 
lower. 235. This movie costs $410,000 to make. Could you please do me a big favor and turn that uh, fan off for me? Oh, no, actually, no, I got the clear path. I got you. Oh, all right. You got the clear? Yeah, because you, uh, you got that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so. Ah. Uh, boom. I was, I was wondering, uh, like, what am I hearing in the background? I heard that. I heard that cancel out right there. It picks up too well. Yeah, that's what I was like. I could hear someone like, what am I? That's why I was looking around like, what am I? Oh, it's the fan still on. I was like, I know you turned AC off though. Yes. Tricky, tricky. Yeah. This cost $410,000. How much did you think it made in 1955? Mm, 600000 It made more than that? A million. Almost. It made $952,000. Okay. Almost a million dollars. So this was a hit back in the day. Okay. Now, PJ, yes. on IMDb, it is rated something point six out of 10. What do you think it has on IMDb? And this is 19,035 votes. Six. It has a 7.6 on IMDb. Does it now? Yes, it does. And now, PJ, oh. get ready. Uh-huh. What do you think this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes uh-huh. out of 100% from the critics, accumulatively? <sighs> 75 higher 83 out of 100 it is certified fresh with a 98 percent almost what almost perfect this yes by critics he's dropping subliminal hints yes critics but now pj the audience oh out of 100 accumulatively what do you think the audience thought about the movie shit 82 just a little bit higher come on Come on. Said a little bit. 83. 84%. <laughs> okay. Just yeah, so <sighs> the audience and the critics both all enjoyed this movie. <laughs> the critics just thought it was almost perfect. Mm. But the audience said 84. You said 98. 98% from the critics, yeah. Almost a perfect score. What? Who? Okay. Okay. It's a criterion movie, PJ. Critics fucked with it. <laughs> Out of all the movies that we did, this might be one of the highest scoring ones. There are a couple yeah. of we've done that, like Star Wars, the original one, and Indiana Jones, I think, all have close to that highest score, too. <sighs> that I don't keep track of. Somebody tell me, oh. real hustle fans, tell yes. me what the fuck the answer to that is. H U S T L E, hustle. Goddamn right. Kiss Me Daily is directed by Robert Aldrich, starring Ralph Meeker. Albert Decker, Paul Stewart, Juan Hernandez, Wesley Addy, Marion Carr, and probably some other people, but those are the names that are on the back of the box. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, it's a criterion movie. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into it, PJ, there's a reason that this movie was in the bag in the first place. Yes. Let's start talking real fast like detectives. There's a reason this was in the bag in the first place, like, ain't yeah. Back in the day, 2015. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably was around 2015. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was here chilling at the house. Mm-hmm. There's a channel. It was like the MGM Classic Station, wherever the fuck it was, was playing this movie. And I just said, fuck it. I was going through the TV channels. I was like, I think I've heard of this. Let me watch it. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of watching it, PJ came by. Of course. And he started watching the movie with me. Mm-hmm. And we did our running commentary that we like to do. We talk over movies as we watch them. Yeah. And between, because there were there was multiple movies. That was like the last one I think we did before I finally decided on putting the podcast. We watched this together, Casino, yeah, Marked for Death. Those were the three. Marked we for Death. Steven Seagal movie we watched. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I remember. That. Is that the one where he's like, I want at your dad? I think that's that movie. We find the Jamaicans, him and yes. Keith Davis. Yes. Those three movies we watched at mm-hmm. the house, and uh, I think it was this one was the the third one where I was like, you know what, we can just like. Put a microphone in front of us and just talk about shit. Because at the time we were, we probably weren't paying much attention to the movie. We were probably just talking shit about it. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, but this time, 
niggas tried to pay attention. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. So just know this piece of hustle history. This movie, like I said, is one of the movies that actually brought about the podcast. It sparked. It was. It sparked the thought of actually doing what we're doing right now. You have been doing for 213 fucking episodes. In the beginning. In the beginning. Niggas <laughs> watched movies. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> so, PJ, uh-huh. this daily. Will it live up to the hustle hype? How does it start? Get ready. <laughs> it starts with a girl running up the street barefoot with a trench coat on. Yeah. She jumps into the middle of the street, makes the car that's coming up the street stop, find out it's driven by private detective Mike Hammer. PJ, mm-hmm. Mike Hammer is a, a book character. This is based on a book. There's a book called Kiss Me Deadly, written by Mickey Spillane. Mike uh-huh. Hammer is a literary character. This is uh, an adaptation. Okay. There are multiple Mike Hammer movies. I have another one upstairs. It's called My Gun is Quick. Oh. Yeah. And there was uh-huh. even a Mike Hammer TV series. I'm pretty sure it was Stacy Keach, the actor that played Mike Hammer. So this is... Stacy Keach. Yeah. It's like... It's like I won't say... Because like I would slightly compare it to like maybe like James Bond. Where there's oh. multiple movies based on the books and some, and they're not always the same actor planning. Like this actor playing my camera is not the same actor as in my gun is quick. This actor okay. is better than that actor. In, in, I mean, oh. in my opinion. Oh. In my opinion, the I person. like him better as Mike Hammer here. Okay. But so yeah, mm. we're getting into literary characters, PJ. Boy. Okay. <laughs> and that's another reason why the the script has a lot going on is because it's based off a book and they're trying to make put it onto the. Oh, well, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah, PJ, Mike yeah, Hammer's yeah. car gets stopped. He picks Gurley up. Uh-huh. And then the credits start. And then we made notes that the girl is in... She's distraught, PJ. So she's crying. But... Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Example for me. Uh, uh, there, that sounds more like it. Uh, 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 it sounds like she in there playing with something. Cause Mike Hammer driving, so he ain't sticking. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Hammer just looking at it. He's like, here's, here's a deal, though. Play with it while you're on the ride. See? Because yeah. she's like, <laughs> like, whoa, what the fuck is, are you crying? Or is he like fingering you as he's driving? He's doing something. Or could he be doing, could both be happening at the same time? Oh, shit. You think he's driving and fucking at the same time? Let me comfort you. Oh. Mm. Can I make you feel better? Yeah. Was it was it for the Players Club? Do something to make me feel better. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, that shit was weird. Yes, was. I think there's another there's another note like that, but we'll get to it, folks. But they end up running after the credits and they run into a police roadblock. Mm-hmm. And uh the car in front of them, they're like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And they're like, yeah, we're looking for a blonde woman barefoot with a trench coat on. She just escaped from an asylum. Yes. So of course your boy Mike looks over like, uh, Hello. You, you wanna you wanna say something here? What, what what's good? But she grabbed his hand. Yeah, she grabbed his hand. And was like, "Look, man, he made me go there. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I gotta get the fuck out of here. They trying to kill me." Yeah. Was she really a patient? Probably. I believe that she has actually escaped. So like they, she died. Yeah, they killed. Well, PJ. Yeah. The next note. Oh, before you get there. Okay. They go to get the tire checked after they get to the robot. Because they say, because the, she fits the description. Yes. She's not black. So they let her go. Ha. Ah. Ha <laughs> ha. He said, no, it's my wife. She's been asleep, you know, just waking up. Yes. yes. You know, she's exactly like the description is. Yes. You guys can go. Come on. Yeah. You know what it is. It's Come 1955 on. and you white. Go, 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 go,
Come on. But he says the tire is pulling a little bit to the left. So they stop by. They fuck with the show answer, man. He tells them they got some branches under their car. They fix it. But mm-hmm. she has a letter. And she's like, hey, Mr. Answer Man, can you please put a stamp on this and mail it off for me? He's like, sure. Mm-hmm. Then she gets back in the car and they drive off. Remember this. You yeah. must remember this. You got to remember every fucking thing. Yes, it's a detective movie, PJ. They're often like that. Well, shit. From the beginning? In make, the beginning. Like niggas 50 must million pay attention. stops? Yes. Well, PJ, will talk about it. Because like I said, I ain't got all the answers, Sway. Okay. okay. Like I said, we be talking through movies, but I got you as much as I can. Okay. My next note is that... All right, is this, I think this is the first instance of where like girls are just throwing the pussy at Mike Hammer. Just like, here, here, fuck it. Because she's in the car talking to him. She says, you know, you know, women are like, what, I don't remember exactly what verbiage, but she's basically saying women are incomplete without a man. And then she kind of gives him that look. Like, you can complete Who it. said this? The woman in the car. The barefoot. With the chick, trench? Trench, trench coat. coat? Yeah. And he kind of looks at her. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah? Yeah, that happened, PJ. Uh, but guess what? what? In the middle of their talking, the car gets stopped. Mm-hmm. And you find out that they must have knocked him the fuck out. Because Mike Hammer wakes up on a bed frame and they, that they kick him the fuck off of onto the floor. And Gurley is being tortured in the background. All you see is her legs dangling. Yes. And then she stops moving. She stops fidgeting. She stops screaming. And one of the guys is like, hey, I'm going to wake her up again. He's like, to wake her up again would be reanimation. Which means to bring the dead back to life. You ain't waking her back up because she's fucking dead. So I didn't miss anything. So far, I don't. He I mean, picked her up. He picked her up in the car. And they got kidnapped. She got tortured until she died. How did they get kidnapped? Like, where where did this car come from? It on the road when she was making that when she was trying to throw the moves onto Mike. A car cut him off on the road. Yeah, I remember that. that. There I, you go. Like, oh, I, see? I remember it. I think it, it was just a, it was a car cut him off in the smash cut to them being in the room. Okay. Yeah. They don't show them like take them out of the car or anything. No, it's just it's just you like infer. you in, yes. Ah. Use your powers of inference okay. to understand what happened. Car got pulled over. Mm. Now they're being tortured. They must have got kidnapped. Ah, I see. I yeah. connect the dots. We, we got an hour and forty six minutes, nigga. Okay. We got to move. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy, do we ever. Okay. Next stop then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the next stop is them trying to. I guess get rid of the evidence. They put Mike Hammer and dead girl body back into the car and they push it off a cliff. It catches fire. But again, Mike Hammer just wakes up in a the hospital. They don't show them find the bodies or pull him out. He just wakes up in the hospital. So you use your powers of inference to say, hey, they got him out before he died. We have no time oh for this. Oh my you, God. You don't need to be spoon fed every little detail, PJ. This gets a 98. 98%. You can cut from a nigga driving off a cliff him waking up in the hospital but you want to stop at every single fucking pit stop along the way PJ you in order to put together PJ a you story. have to stop at the pit stops because something happens along the way and yesterday was all we had and oh after the love is gone t- 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 used to be right as wrong Okay. So yeah. Uh huh. Get used to it, PJ. It's gonna keep happening. Yeah, this shit is okay. Let's go. Find out he has an assistant named Velda. 
And again, she's also on the dick. Mm-hmm. Trying hard to get some of it. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a detective that comes in that apparently does not like Mike Hammer. PJ remembers none of this, do you? No. Well, after he gets out the house with PJ, he gets interrogated by cops, but he tells them nothing. Well, it's actually, he doesn't really have to because every time one of them asks him a question, another one answers the question for him. It's like, what's your full name? And the guy's like, his name is Mike Hammer. This is his address. And so it's like, you look over at dude like, yo, am I, am I fucking asking you? Is this, shut the fuck up. I want to hear from him. Yeah. Whose interview is this? Huh? I know what the fuck his full name is. I'm verifying. Mm. Yeah, that's it. So back the yeah. fuck. But they find nothing. Like they already have. He asks, is he free to go? And what? Something happens. They let him go. Well, they figure, they, they just figure, I guess, from their powers of deduction that you picked up a random girl off the street and then somehow y'all niggas got kidnapped and tortured. She must be connected to this in some type of way. There's a mystery afoot, PJ. This is the start of the mystery. Why did this girl get murdered? Why did I get pushed off a cliff? What the fuck is going on? Ah. Yes. After this, he goes to visit his auto shop homie. I didn't get his name. I don't, or was it Tony? Ah, his name was Tony. Bang, bam, him, the onomatopoeia oh, man. Va, va, yeah. Or he's like, pow. Yeah, pow. That was there, remind me of the dude Step Brothers. Yeah. The best part of Step Brothers. Hey, you want to know a controversial opinion about Step Brothers? You don't like it? It's all right. What? It's all right. Have you ever smoked and watched Step Brothers? No. Ah. I've drank and watched it. I haven't smoked. Ah. But I say it's all right. If I was to give it a score, like all the time I hear right now, it might be like a six. Yeah, I can Oh, so that. you agree, okay. Like, yeah, six, like, it's seven. fine. Like, the two things I, I laugh at the most in that movie is that nigga going, pow, and then the boats and hoes. Ah, yes. That's it. That's That's the, like, those are the two parts. Uh, Talladega Nights? Have you never seen, seen it. Oh. I've never seen many Will Ferrell movies. I only saw Step Brothers like two years ago, so. Oh. <laughs> Somebody give us that. No. Yeah, right. They would. I, I haven't. Oh, I'm trying to think Will Ferrell movies I've seen. I've seen Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. I've seen Zoolander. You know, it's technically more of a Ben Stiller movie, but he's the bad guy in it, so I guess I'll count that. Uh, I guess so. Um, Will Ferrell movies, fuck. Damn, is that Elf? it? I, oh, we did do Elf on the podcast. Okay, so three. Uh, what is his Ron Burgundy. Or Anchorman. There you go. Never seen either one of them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen the basketball one. He did one called like Semi-Pro. I haven't seen Old ah, School. Yes. That with Kevin Hart? Old school? Oh, no, that's called Get Hard. Get Hard. Haven't that's... seen that either. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, I think those are the only three Will Ferrell movies I've ever seen. Wow. Like, that I can think of. There might be more. I think we got... I just have a whole list that when I pull, like, my cards... I'm what, the Will Ferrell movies? No. Oh. No, just like, like, movies don't. in general. Oh, just oh the, me too. I still have to do Oh, Troy. me too. We got to do Troy. Oh, oh. Yeah. All right. Troy or Alexander? Alexander. Really? You only I've talk about Troy all the time. Oh, you never seen it. Oh, no. okay, never mind. Ah. Well, it's, what is Alexander? It's similar to Troy. It's like, I don't know. Hold on. Well, who the fuck is Alexander? I don't Alexander the Great. Oh, is that what it's, gotta it's actually be. about? It's gotta be. I don't know. When you think of great Alexanders in time, is that not what co- Alexander? Well, Alexander like, Graham Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Oh, <laughs> I see what he did there. Yes, yes, yes. What was he famous for? That's telephone shit, right? Sure. Oh, okay. Alexander, the king of Macedonia and one of the greatest army leaders in the history of warfare, conquers much of the known world. Alexander the Great. There you go. And who's starring in this? 
Colin Farrell, Angelina Jolie, Val Kilmer, Jared Leto, Rosario Dawson, and Anthony Hopkins. Mm. Came out I in... I might have to see that. 2004. When did Troy come out? 2004. Ah, okay. Yeah. Troy is on Tubi. So you can stream that for free. Ah, you don't say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. The oh, one? and then Alexander's on Netflix, so... Boom. There you go. Okay. So they're out there. Damn. You just Would gotta... Alexander be a never seen? Uh, I don't know. Was it that big? I don't hear anybody talk about that movie, so maybe not. But Troy, yes. I don't hear anybody talk about that movie other than you either. What? Alexander's two hours and 55, so it's three hours long. Fuck. So is Troy. Troy is so two hours and 43, yeah, so they're both yeah, about sure. three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see how much they made. <sighs> how much did Troy make? That uh, Let me see. T R O Y, but not they reminisce over you. Film. It cost 175 million. It made 497. So that's a good amount. I would think so. Alexander. That had Angelina Jolie. One had Brad Pitt. The other had Angelina Jolie. Yeah, but it's this one has Angelina Colin Farrell as the main character. I know that name. I just don't know. Ooh, this one didn't do as well. The, the Alexander cost 155 million, but only made 167. So barely. Yeah. So mm. Troy was the bigger hits. Of course. Of course. Nobody wanted to see Angelina Jolie naked. Wait a minute, is that? I don't know if she's naked. I'm just I think it Oh no, I'm thinking one of those movies. I think whatever one has Rosario Dawson, I think she's naked in one of them, I think. I think. Damn. So if you want to see Rosario naked, there you go. Yes. Now PJ's interested. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah see. Oh, yeah, Birdman. Yeah. But PJ, speaking of interesting, back to the movie. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, Mike gets, goes back to his apartment. He's like investigating around because I think his door was open or some shit. So he's like looking around making sure the coast is clear. Yes. Why was his door unlocked? Niggas might have been all up in this shit investigating, trying to see. If, well, a part of the mystery, maybe the people that tried to kill him broke in there to see if he had any information in the crib or if he had any connection to the girl. But he didn't because it was just a chance occurrence on the highway. But that little asshole detective dude comes by the crib and is like, hey, since you're part of this case, I'm revoking your PI license and your gun is mine. He gets nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. There you go. Okay. And and before, the last thing that she said to Mike was, remember me. So the whole movie, he's trying to figure out what the fuck that means. Did they answer that? Yes, they did. I got you, PJ, but it's not until the end of the movie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So after this, your boy Mike, he's going for a stroll at night, but realizes he's getting tailed by the worst tailor yes. ever. Yes. You remember that? You said yes. Him. Come on, tell him about it, PJ. You got to talk a little bit for me. He gets tailed like five feet behind him. What else happens? He gets tailed. What else happened? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting tailed by the worst teller. Because uh, he immediately knows. Because like I said, the dude's not really that far back behind him. He keeps stopping and starting and shit. Like he'll stop to buy something. He'll stop to look in the mirror. But then when he looks in the mirror, he notices that dude is right there. So then he gets to a corner, turns around, smashes dude's head up against the wall a few times. But doesn't he doesn't die, though. Come on. All right. No, come on. He goes. I, don't, I didn't get this guy's name. But there's a guy with a Band-Aid on his face. Beat the fuck up. He's like, hey, I need I need information. He gives him a name and address. We are literally 
following this man around, stop to stop the whole movie. Yes. That's what detectives do, PJ. They investigate. He has to investigate and interrogate people to get information. It's too much. This is a this is the life of a private detective. Apparently, you can't be a private detective. I can't. I can't. You lost me. It's not exciting enough for you. I think it's just too much to keep up with. Like well, I can't. Well, that's the thing. Like I said, it's based off a book. So you're reading the book and you're like, oh, oh okay, you know, it, it has to keep you in, in, interested. So at the end of every chapter, it's like, oh shit, you know, ah, this guy said this name. Man. What is who's that? You know, I keep reading on. That's literally what happened after every scene. This is a, this is a book ass movie. <laughs> I mean, I like reading, but yeah, I don't. I don't think this book would have. It wouldn't have kept your attention. Nah, it ain't like if it was more like James Bond, which is action. Because James Bond does the same thing almost. He goes around getting information from people, but there's a lot more action scenes, like niggas getting strapped up to lasers yes, and shit. He does. Huh? It's pretty much what James Bond. James Bond is like I said, just a, a spy. But I mean, spies, private <sighs> eyes, they're not too different. A spy, like James Bond, just had gadgets. It's the, that's it's the, the difference. Yes, yeah, spies. Spies are. Spies are cooler. Private detectives are just regular. Mm-hmm. Blah. Really? Yeah. So you're not a fan of the private dicks? Can't say so. Uh, <laughs> yes. Nah. No, PJ. Uh-huh. He finds out the girl's name is Christina, and he got her address. The girl that died in the car, or that got tortured, her name was Christina. And he got this from who? The uh, dude with the bandaid on his face. I didn't get his name, actually. So. Okay. But he goes to her apartment. Oh, because outside the apartment is there's there's that guy we was laughing at. He was like carrying a big ass box and he had to strap on his forehead. Ah, yeah, trying to do it himself. Yeah, bring yeah. it on up. Instead of ask for help, I'm gonna just strap my fucking shit to my head. Well, he said if you ask for help, then it gets heavier when you have to do it yourself. Ah, that's smart. Yeah, right, right. That's the major key. <laughs> do it yourself, okay. <laughs> But um, he gets to the door and he's trying to talk to the manager. But the manager, and I guess it's his wife or something, come up to the door. And every time he's trying to talk to the manager, the girl, he keeps saying so. So he's like, would you tell her to shut up? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, see, I was like, ah. But eventually, dude takes him up to the apartment. He looks around, but he's, the police have already been through there, so ain't much left. But there's a book on the nightstand. It's like a book of like poems or some shit. And he takes that with him. Mm-hmm. That will come back later. And it will also be the answer to the question you asked earlier. What? But as he's outside, the guy with the trunk, he's like, "Hey, um, I, I got a little piece of info for you. I didn't tell nobody else, but you know, I, I fuck with you, Mike Hammer. So I'm gonna tell you." And he whispered it. She has a roommate, and the roommate died. No, and the roommate moved out like before she died. But I can give you her address if you wanna go holler at her. So he gets the roommate's oh. address. You're skipping ahead a little bit. Oh. <laughs> he goes to the roommate's house. He find out that. She also thinks the motherfuckers are out to kill her because there's something that she wants or something that she knows about. The roommate does. Yes. There's a box, PJ, but we don't know what the box is yet, but she knows about it, so they want her dead. And this is, you said I'm skipping ahead, so this is the roommate. Yes, this is the roommate. Okay. (laughs) So what do we know so far? Like in the movie up to this point, so far what you are know we the, supposed so to... far you know the girl you, who who died. You know her name. You know her address. You know she had a roommate, and you know there's something about a box that people are getting killed over. But that's all you really know so far. Is we ain't that far in the movie. Are you following? Are you following it at home, folks? Have it, you seen Kiss it, Me Deadly? Oh my gosh, PJ's struggling. Like I ain't seen PJ. This it's like watch. He's watching a David Lynch movie right now. He's like he don't know what the it's fuck just, is going I, on. Ah, uh, it got me. Like I, that's your, I, and PJ, you can't even blame nobody but you. Did you pick this one? I did. This was your pick. You picked the Criterion card. I did. I forget what it was between. It was between this and something else. 
I don't remember what the other movie was anymore. So we recorded that video too long ago now. Huh. But you picked it. I did. I did. <laughs> this, this is me. So, PJ, mm-hmm. Mike goes back home and on his little old school answering machine, one of the bad guys actually calls him and is leaving him a message. He's like, hey, you bet you're wondering who this is. But he's like, hey, man, if you let this shit go and go about your merry ass way, yeah. we square. I ain't got yeah. no reason to fuck with you. And just to sign up, show you giving, or yeah, give you a sign of my appreciation and you know my trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. Go look outside your fucking house in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And Tony's out there, yeah, right? Yeah. In the morning, your boy Tony coming to see Mike, and he sees the new. It's a new whip outside. They brought mm-hmm. him a new car. How about a new car? Ha, bow. And your boy, va, va, vroom. Yes. Pow. Out of mind, peace. God damn it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. was your boy from the Migos that just do the sound effects? Take off. Yeah, there you go. He's the original version. There you hey, go. Mama. <laughs> you boy Mike like, I need to find some info. Info. <laughs> Smack a nigga. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any pussy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much is what he's doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he right when he, because the keys are, hey, the keys are in the ignition. Let me start this bad boy up and take it for a ride before Mike wake up. Mm-hmm. But... Rise, you about to start the car. Your boy Mike runs outside and it's like, yo, turn that shit off or don't turn Pause. it on. He said, what? Pause. Pause. Run DMC shit. Yes. Hey. And he tells him, he's like, hey, pop that hood open. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was that? Yo, what happened? Oh, nothing. He did the hand gesture. I thought you was about to say something. I was like, no. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I said, yeah. okay, I see what's. This is treachery. Treacherous ass niggas over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> he pops open the trunk and he finds a big ass thing of dynamite in there. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, yeah. Under the hood. Under the hood, yeah. Yeah. Then he tells him, he's like, yo, let's hit, since you already in the driver's seat, since you want to drive my shit, how about you drive me to the body shop? Mm-hmm. And when he gets there, he tells him, he's like, hey, I know mother, I know these motherfuckers. There's probably a second one. So get under this bitch and find another one. And they do. And he's like, yeah. If I had uh, what did he say? If I went under a certain speed or something, once I started driving, oh no, he said if I went over a certain speed. Sorry, if it was like a speed shit. Yes. You, if I like took this out to the country and yes. really grabbed this bitch up and tested it out, I'd be a dead oh. motherfucking now. Yeah. But I'm smarter than these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That shit looked like a pipe bomb or something. It shit. did. Like okay, yes, yes, yes. But he goes back to the crib. The that home. was just a that that was a. They, they were trying to kill him. I was, yeah, I get it. Man, he just tried to kill him, but he outsmarted him. Okay. He goes back to his crib. The homegirl, Velda, his assistant, is in there doing like, she's doing some ballerina dancing, whatever the fuck that shit is. And she gets some more info. Nothing. She's telling me about a doctor and shit. Dr. Sober. Well. Okay. Okay. Mike goes to see his homeboy, Eddie, black man in the gym, chewing on that cigar. Yeah, tries to get info about some guy. I think his name was Kowalski or some shit. I for, I don't know. Yeah, I forget Kowalski. Where that na- I forget where that name came from. I forget who the fuck that even is now. <laughs> uh, but he's like, "You yeah, fuck you." He's like, people came by here and told me if anybody asks about Kowalski, don't tell him shit. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, shit, I can offer you more than them. You know, just give me the info. I'll break you off." He's like, "You can't give me what they offer." And he's like, "They offered me to keep my life." Ha ha! Top that. So huh? pretty. Top that. Yeah, we need to watch Teen Witch one day. Teen Witch. That's the one where I showed you this. I'm hot uh, and you're not. On top of that. Yeah, we got to watch that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this mission was for nothing then. 
He went pretty much. The, he tried to get info, but the black dude was like, <laughs> "No." Yeah. Okay. It's like, like I'm. I mean, this is a 1955 movie. I'm still alive. Mm. Like somehow I'm keeping that record going. Shit. So fuck you, Mike Hammer. And I own a gym. Come, I'm mm. winning. I'm winning right now. That's right. So yeah, now yeah. you get the fuck out. Yeah. Don't get out. Get the fuck out. The door. That's a, there. You go. <laughs> Old school shit. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> Next note is that. Mike pulls up to a fancy ass house and gets immediate pussy. He was driving. He went to park the car and there was a girl that pulled up behind him, almost ran into the back of his car. Cause I was like, yo, like you all up on my shit. Girl, he gets out the car. He found out it's the sister of the guy that owns this property. And she just immediately like, like here's some pussy, pussy for you, pussy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your name? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pussy. He went here because. I actually don't remember what brought him <laughs> See, got what I'm talking about. This right here. <laughs> We're just following a man on his fucking missions. Okay. Go, I'm going to go through the Wikipedia after this. I'm going to give you the short version. Okay. But he get, just know that he's there, PJ. Okay. He done pulled up. Yeah. All right. And uh, Gurley takes him to the back. And he's trying to get, you know, he's trying to get some info out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ends up going into the dressing room to change. She's like, how about a swim? He's like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm going to get some info out your ass somehow. Mm-hmm. But he actually, you know, he know what he does. He actually gets access to the uh, dressing room. Because when he was, when Gurley was getting interrogated and he was knocked out on the floor, only thing he saw was the bad guy's shoes. So he's looking at all yeah. the shoes trying to match and see, okay, who, whose shoes does this, who does this belong to? Yeah. Who feats is this? Yeah. But while he's looking, two of the thugs come inside. And you'll see what the fuck he does to him. I thought he killed him at first, but he does something off camera and that motherfucker falls to the ground stiff. And the other dude is shook. He's like, you bye. He runs this the fuck the out of This is in the pool room. Yes. In the, in the pool, whatever. Didn't he go into the house after? He did. Some shit? He yeah. did, because the bad guy didn't know the bad guy. Well, he's one of the bad guys, <laughs> but the main dude, he's like, yeah, come on in here and talk. And he's basically trying to buy him off. He's like, because he was the one that actually called him on the phone. It was his voice that was like, hey, there's a car outside for you. Mm. So he's like, all right, look. What's, and get the fuck off this case. Mm. Like, how much you want? And then and your boy's like, well. Shit, how much you willing to give, nigga? Yeah, Shit, what's, yeah. what's the word, man? Yeah. And your boy's like, oh, you think you funny? He's like, you know what my offers? You heard from Eddie. Mm-hmm. Offers your life. Mm-hmm. You want money, though? You want more than that? All right. Get the fuck out of my house. We'll find, We'll figure this shit out later. So what was that for? We stopped the, there because... I don't, I don't remember what brought him there, but he knew... He somehow connected that to the bad guy because that's why he was looking for the shoes. He knew that somehow somebody in that household was involved. I forget where the, what in piece of info brought him there. Okay. But then, like I said, you also know it's the guy that called him because the voice is the same. So now he knows, okay, this is the nigga that's calling me on the phone. And he's trying to pay me off. So he's on the trail. Yes. He's hot on the trail. Yes, there you go. That's the phrasing for you right okay. there. He's hot on the trail. Okay. Then one of my favorite scenes comes up because um, I, I, I don't know what takes him here, but he somehow ends up at this motherfucker's house and the dude is singing opera. And he just walks in there, like in the background while he's singing. He's like, hey, who are you? He's like, hey, I come to ask you some questions. He's like, you got a nice record collection here. He's like, oh, what's this? He's like, this is a collector's item, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I love that record. That's my shit. He's like, oh, yeah, crack. Uh-huh. Straight CD pop mode on that nigga. You're going to tell me what the fuck I need to know, okay? Yeah. Huh? And the whole time, dude's like, hey, man, look, man, I ain't trying to die, man. You know, I keep some info. And the whole time, he's just walking around fucking with all this shit. He's like, oh, yeah, this look nice. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at his food, like, this shit look nice. Yeah. You're fucking Took his drink. This man was the king of taking people's drinks. Yeah. I'm just sipping on smacking motherfuckers later on in the movie. Yeah. 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 So he's running his house like it's his own house. Yeah. Yeah. He gets the info he needs and he gets the fuck out of there. 
And what info? I did don't you? remember. God PJ. damn. <laughs> okay. PJ. Uh-huh. The roommate is now asking for Mike's help. She said that the motherfucking people tried to come get her last night. She's not safe where she at. I need your help, Mike. So he's like, all right, takes her back to his place. But before he goes back to his place, mm-hmm. he stops by and looks at, and goes to see the homie Nick. And he's like, all right, in the morning, Nick, we going to go investigate. Because Nick's was well, he asked Nick to go investigate some shit for him. And Nick is like, yo, I couldn't. They, they wouldn't talk. They wouldn't give me no info. He's like, all right, I'll tell you what. In the morning, we both going to go up there and them niggas is going to talk. You want to say something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then him and Gurley leave. But then right when they leave. Your boy Nick goes back under the car to try and do some work. But there's a that that dude, the same pair of shoes and pinstripe pants. Yes. They come up and he's like, hey, you know, what's good? What you need? And he, low, he lowers the jack, crushes Nick under the car. He's dead as fuck. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. It's a bad way to go out, son. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they took the room, he takes the roommate back to his house, tells her, you can have a bed, whatever. I'm about to go link up with my homie real quick. I'm about to go holler at him real fast. And that's when he finds out that Nick is dead as fuck. The pinstripe dude. Yes. We don't know this man, right? Not yet. You don't know until the very end who he is. And did, were we supposed to know him all along? Was he no, because he, he doesn't get introduced until the end of the movie. Okay. <laughs> oh. he, his name is dropped earlier in the movie, but you don't actually see him or know who the fuck he is until the end of the movie. But they do drop his name. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, the homegirl Velda. It's telling that she found up. She found a bunch of names that you know maybe worth looking into. And one of them is Doctor Soberin. Ah, there you go. Ah, Next note. Okay, <laughs> so that's him. Yes, sir. And that's he does what? Like why is well after after he gets the info from Gurley. Remember he fucked up about his boy being dead, so he actually goes to the little black joint, the little black bar, and gets fucked up at the bar. Yeah. Until they wake him up and they're like, yo, some dude just came in here and said they got your girl Velda. Yeah. Yeah. Is this where we find out about her? About who? About Velda. Who's, what do we find out about Velda? That's not really. That's not Velda. Velda's the assistant. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I didn't get the roommate's name. I just put roommate. Ah, okay. (laughs) So there you go. Ah. There was a note written down here too. I forgot to say we kind of went out because we said that last page real fast, but. It was brought to my attention that for some reason, whenever Mike, like whenever the girls are in trouble, they seem to lose their clothes a lot. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. It's like the motherfuckers yeah. beating girls and stealing their clothes. I don't fucking know. Because no. like girl in the beginning was running around barefoot with a trench coat. And then when the roommate was needing help and they supposedly came to her house and fucked her up, she was also just wearing a trench coat. So it was like. And doesn't Velda in a robe? Well, she wears clothes. But yeah. And, and, well, and then one scene she had a robe on because remember she was asleep. Ah. She was sweaty as fuck. Velda needed to use some goddamn AC or a fan or something. Yeah, yeah, she did. She was in there laying in bed like she was fainting. <laughs> I just want the dick. I can't leave you alone. Ooh, you got fuck. me fainting. You got me fainting. Fainting. Got me fainting. Got me fainting. Who is that? Jodeci, your favorite? That is Jodeci. God damn it. So are you still under the impression that Jodeci can't sing? Is that still your... Yeah. PJ is... Well, are you a fan of Jodeci or you just I like am. their music but you just say they can't sing? That. Okay. Like, I, I, I'm not saying they have shitty music, but... You just said that it's not great music? Man. Oh, no. Well, the songs are good. The singing not great. There you go. Yeah, okay. 
I feel like I could just. Is that a hot room. take? Let listeners let me know if that's a hot take. I know niggas love Jodeci, but do you agree that they can't sing though? I mean, come on. I mean, there's I'm a lot of rap songs there's, are good. Yeah, because people on. like some rap songs where the nigga can't rap, but they like the song though. Half of the shit since 2010. I wasn't gonna say it. Ah, right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, you go. Huh. Yeah, come on. Like legit, me yesterday, me and PJ were just sitting here looking at what new videos was popping. Oh my gosh! There, I forget what all we played. What was? I know you played Some of the Migos shit. Um, oh, you played the new all the new Migos videos. Yeah. Uh, you played Kodak Black ah. new video. Yeah. yeah. Roddy Rich new video. Yeah. What the fuck? You didn't. You you had a reaction to that video. What was? The, I didn't really ask. It was you. the Thriller. Ah. Because it was supposed to be like a throwback to like the 80s. And he was like, went in a time machine back to the 80s. And then, uh, was there, what's the actress? The Karuchi. Mm. She, he like went up and talked to her. But she's then, an actress? Yeah. she's. I told you she's in some TV show. I thought she was just Chris Brown's baby. Not baby mom's. That's ex. girly, ex, whatever. Yeah. I mean, she was at one point. But now nah, she she do acting and shit now. So she actually has like a name for herself. Yes. I'm sure. I think that, what the fuck is that TV show called? Loving hip hop. No, no, it's an actual TV show, like an actual written script. Oh, Claws is the name of it. I don't know oh. what the fuck it's about, but I knew somebody that watched that shit, and I saw an episode, and I was like, oh, I, oh, that chick, okay, yeah, mm. yeah. So she acts, PJ. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. I didn't watch it enough to gauge the skills, but ah, uh, it pays the bills. Who am I? Positive K reference. Hey, <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah. So she, it was. They had a thriller. But he didn't process. like that it, it it basically ripped off thriller, I guess, at the end. No, PJ, you know the thing that they like to say? It's not a ripoff. It's an homage. You're not good enough to homage oh, Michael Jackson. Oh, shit. Sorry. Blah. I just feel like you know bad- once we get on, okay, what's somebody's going to pull up all this shit. And be like, hey, Roddy Rich. <laughs> it's gonna this be, is what this nigga it's said. It's going to be a compilation like Brent PJ dissing rapper compilation. <laughs> that nigga sucks. He got no bars. Like, how many lines are there of me saying Lil Wayne is garbage? It's like probably like 50 episodes of me saying that somewhere. <laughs> so I'm saying, even like people I like, like a few episodes ago, I said Karis One's new album was kind of whack. Like, he'll probably be like, oh, Nick, really? Oh, thought huh? you was my people. Yeah, right. You said yeah. my shit was, I'm like, Chris, it, it, it kind of. <laughs> I mean, you want me to lie? You come on. Not, not saying that you're whack. Productive just... criticism. Ah, I, like, I just said, you should hook up with the nigga Trey Voorhees and get better beats. That's what I said. Oh, come on. He's not criticizing your bars. Just that's what I'm saying. The lyrics weren't... Well, I'll tell you this. Gosh. The two things that stood out to me that I wasn't a fan of was the beats and like the the hooks. Because mm. he does... Some of the hooks are just like... You know, you know you listen to a song and it's like the, 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 the verses be cool but then it's like the hook is terrible. Ah. That type of it thing. It just brings it all the way down. Yeah, it's like, like ah. the part that's supposed to bridge it together is horrible. Yeah. Ah. Is it like more... It's 80-ish? It's kind of like even like to, to reference your boy Roddy Rich. I'll, I'll give you a new reference. Okay. He has a song I think it's called High Fashion. Yeah. I like it as it starts out, but when the voice octaves start getting up near where the chorus or whatever comes in, I don't like it no more. Because mm. he's like, because he's like it talking, he's like, why did that nigga at the sidewalk? Yeah, whatever the fuck. Like, it's like, stop, you ruined it. Megan, she's a star, star. Yeah, it's like that. It's like, down, relax. Down, down, boy. Relax. Like, you get like some bomb head and then she bite it. It's like, oh, goddamn, it. You know what? Leave. Okay, <laughs> fucking leave. We're done. We can try this again tomorrow. I'm Don't done. I'm me. done now. We're done. Fuck it. It's limp now. Nah. <laughs> It'll probably be limp for the next couple of days. <laughs> if you bit it hard enough. So, yeah. Has that? 
Like, what ass, but I don't know. Let's go. Has a bitch ever. <laughs> Has a female ever scratched the shit with her teeth? Yes. What did you do? I'll tell you what I did. What did, what did you do? <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you mine first since you asked me. You asked me first, so I gotta get um I'll either be like, oh, just you know, just a little bit, little, a little bit on there, you know, a little close, a little close. Mm-hmm. But I ain't like stop or nothing. It's just like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. pr- pr- productive criticism once again. <laughs> just ease it back just a little. Like if you body this one thing, but if it's just like a scrape, it's like you know, accidents happen. You get mm-hmm. in the moment, you know, you might just like mm, cut it down a little bit too much. It's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just ease, ease back just a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're good. There you go. That's it. It's the same thing, like. Like I, if I'm like eating a girl out, you know, and I might not even nail down a little too hard or something. Like, yeah, just, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I, my bad. I got a little calm down. Got a little happy. Got a little excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. See, did you? Okay. So it was on like a scratch. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like a little, you know, just like it was like, ooh, and it's like the, the, the head. So it was like, ooh, it, it, it was tingling. <laughs> Be careful, girl. It was, ah, a couple, a little bit of lotion. It was cool. That's all. It. Well, afterwards. Yeah. No, nah, I mean she kept sucking it, so it was moist after that. So. I mean, the next day. Oh, like, and that, it, no, it was it, fine. It, it wasn't that bad to didn't even hurt. It didn't even hurt afterwards. It was oh. just like in the moment, it's like, oh, be careful. What <laughs> 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 the fuck? Turn to the Pillsbury Doble and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought of. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. PJ, what did you? What did you do? Uh, I didn't notice. I was drunk. Oh, so you found out the next day. Oh, you had an actual, yeah. you had a scratch? I had scratches. Oh, yeah, I've never had that. Either. I had to put Vaseline on my dick and put a plastic bag around it to keep it from Holy fucking rubbing. Shit. It was that fucking It was deep. bad, yeah. Jeez. No, it was just a lot of, like, scrapes. Like, so it was a lot a, of... Well, they weren't deep scratches, but it was just a multiple. Yeah, yeah, just a lot, like, all around the fucking, I was like, ah, yeah. And you didn't even drunk? I was, no, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it to the morning after. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it was gonna so weird. be a morning after. It was, yeah. Huh. I'm assuming it was good. I didn't stop it. I mean, apparently. if you didn't stop it, then shit, bro, it must have been clearly. legendary toppage. Right? <laughs> uh, clearly. College days. <laughs> legendary toppage. Yes. <laughs> that on a t shirt. Had to be. Oh. Oh. Well, oh, that was a tangent I didn't expect. Yeah, right. They're like, Somehow. hey, hey, is it gonna scratch your dick? <laughs> yeah, you ever been teeth down? Is that a thing? Yeah. You ever seen that movie Teeth? Hmm. I, I I know about that. No, I really. I, I... There's a movie called Teeth. That's a real movie. Oh, girlie's vagina has teeth, and she bite niggas' dicks off with her pussy. It's a real. Movie. It's a horror movie. From what year? Like, like... two thousand, like nine? Maybe it's older now. It's newer, but it's older. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You gotta make PJ watch teeth if you go to homevideohustle.com patreon.com slash homevideohustle. Please don't. <laughs> I might become celibate after that. Ooh, no, you won't. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I won't. With teeth and pussy? I've heard it's a real thing that can happen. I don't know. I've, I mean, I've. Oh, God damn it. Now I gotta look this up. Hold I didn't on. expect to look I'm sorry. this up. So what? So so how do? I mean, you <laughs> just type vagina is, teeth. Yeah, like who? Who? Do, they, they can't be having intercourse. There, there's no way. Vagina dentata. 
the vagina detector. Oh, no, it says folktale. It says folktale. Okay, so that's a folktale. Yeah. What it says it describes a folktale in which a woman's vagina is said to contain teeth with the associated implication that sexual intercourse might result in injury, emasculation, or castration. Okay. Oh, so it's a folktale? Okay. Oh, it says, oh, there's an article that says, have doctors ever found teeth in a vagina? There's a folktale found in several of vagina dentata, Latin for tooth vagina. Uh, it says, could there actually be teeth in a vagina? They said, sort of. Imagine a woman doubled over with pain in her pelvis and lower back. A visit to her physician reveals a mass on her left ovary about the size of a clementine. A follow-up x-ray shows something even more surprising, a dense lump with tumor. Ah. The tumor has teeth. So I guess technically, if you had a tumor in your pussy, it can grow teeth somehow. So, But it won't be like how the movie was where it was an actual just like mouth thing, like biting dicks on. I can still feel a tooth on my dick. Yes. In the vagina. Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. Scared PJ off pussy. <laughs> That's a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Your phone ringing? I'm just hearing PJ shit. Oh, that's, that's the Voorhees beat, ain't it? Yeah. Yes, so we got, so I got to edit that out? No. <laughs> well, I will edit out the phone. Huh? Yep. It's not, not usually that easy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> PJ, back to the movie. Okay. Oh, yeah, your boy, is he's sad about his man's getting killed by the car, so he went to the black club, got fucked up. And they told him they got Velda. Oh, I think I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, he goes back to the show answer, man. He's like, hey, that letter, that girly, you know, when I remember I brought that girl up here and she gave you a letter to mail off? He's like, yeah. He's like, did you get the name that? You know, who she was sending it to? He's like, and then dude tried to, you know, come clean. He's like, yeah, you know, she was cute and I was, you know, interested in who the lucky guy. He's like, yeah, 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 fuck all that. What was the name on there? Mm-hmm. So it was addressed to some guy named Mike. And your boy's like, Mike? So he runs the fuck back home. He's like, it's probably she sent it to me. So. He goes back to his house. He tries to open. He finds the letter. It is there. And it's open. And it just says, remember me. But he doesn't see that when he turns the light on, there's two thugs and they're waiting on him. Yes. And they're like, yeah, we we saw that too. And we, uh, we don't know what the fuck that means. So uh, how about you come help us figure it out? And they knock him the fuck out. What's up, PJ? You look confused. She mailed him a letter. Yes, before she died. Because she probably knew she was about to die. Remember, she was asking a bunch of questions, found out his name, and, you know, he's a detective where he's at. Ah. So she was getting, she was questioning to get that info. Ah. And she just made him a note, probably, in, like, in, in between. Remember, she when they went to the gas station, she went to the bathroom. And that's when she came back with the letter. She probably went to the bathroom, filled it out, get the letter. I was like, hey, mail this shit off for me. I'm about to die. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. See, I told you, I'm going to explain some We're shit. supposed to put all that together, huh? Yes. Yes. They're not watching a movie. Think. That's exactly. No, it's a detective not critical movie. thinking to follow the mystery. This is ah, oh my gosh, this is not Scooby Doo. Okay. Well, Scooby Doo sucks, so I'm glad it's not Scooby Doo. <laughs> I would choose Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo, you are ass. Wow. Cheeks. Wow. Butts. Booty booty like butt cheeks. Booty 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 rocking everywhere. Not in this household because it sucks. I can get all the fucked up looks niggas can give me. Scooby Doo sucks. Ass cheeks. Okay. It's whack. <coughs> um. Ass fuck. Sorry, I gotta add that. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. I'm Nothing? a fan. I mean, I, I'm sure. Like even the West New Scooby Doo. Yeah. You know what? Also, real shit. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a catch flack. Because mm-hmm. Scooby Doo, all that old shit, whack. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, for some reason, I did watch a pup named Scooby Doo. That's good. That when I looked at when I was a kid. Okay. That old school that shit whack. I kind of like the old school shit. I bet you do. Yeah. Most people do. I'm in the minority. Ah. I'm a minority in the minority. 
There's a mixtape time. Devil Entendres. Fucking mixtape. Minority in the minority. Minority in the minority. See, you get it? What you get it? Because PJ's an underground rapper, and he See? doesn't talk about the normal bullshit. So he's a minority in the minority of hip hop. But I'm also a minority. Yeah. It's like a triple entendre right there. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What's the other one? What's another? Oh, I don't remember. Carlicious. Oh, it was a positively pimping. Positively pimping. <laughs> Sit. Oh, peace, baby. Yeah. <laughs> PJ. Yes. Um, He gets into a fight at the beach because the dudes that knock him out, they're taking him to like a little beach house. But um, he's trying to escape. And this is where I made a note. There's a guy, I'm pretty sure the actor's name is Jack Elam. He has like the real cross-eyed looking shit. Yes. But when they're fighting, for some fucking reason, he doesn't seem like he's, he looks like he's fit enough to do a fight scene. But mm-hmm. for some reason, he has a fucking stunt double and it's like an old, fatter white guy. I don't know why they did that because he's in the close-up shots. But from the faraway shots, that's not him. It reminded me of I'm going to get you sucker. Maybe it's too much. Too much move, too much action for him. Maybe yeah. he just wasn't on the set that day. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I don't fucking know. It's weird. We gotta film this shit. Come on. Yo, oh, you can't come in. Fuck you. Get that nigga from. Hey, what are you a grip? Get the fuck over here. <laughs> you know how to fight, right? Yeah. Grip, grip this scene. Nigga, grip yeah. that nigga neck. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> you make extra dollars on this show. Okay. That's right. But of course, he gets knocked the fuck out because he gets jumped by two big dudes. Uh huh. And then he gets tied up in a bed. They tied the fuck out of him. He got his arms and legs spread out and tied to each side of the bed frame. And the guy with the pinstripe pants and the shoes. He's uh he comes in there and he's like, hey, you know, I'm gonna ask you some questions, but I know you probably not gonna answer them. So I'm gonna give you some of this sodium pentothal mm-hmm. truth serum. You're gonna be talking, you're gonna squeal, you going first 48 this shit. Goddamn right. I, I mean, everybody's be been doing it the whole fucking movie right. anyway. So when you yeah. find out at the end of the movie, when your boy had enough of this shit, he's gonna just start smacking answers out of people. And that's the yeah. shit I like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he comes back, he starts mumbling. Um, the guy that was trying to pay him off earlier, he comes and he's asking him a bunch of questions about, you know, what is what does remember me mean? Because they're trying to figure that out too. But he's just in there like, <laughs> all kind of weird shit. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Uh-huh. Like I told PJ, reminded me of my dude from MMA that was just mumbling in the windows. Blow niggas' heads off. Kill them all. Kill them all. Spice one. So it doesn't work. But um, when it wears off later on, your boy realizes that they didn't tie them ropes around his wrist very well, and he just slides his hand the fuck out of there. Yes. And so he calls for the guy to come back, and he's like, I'm ready to talk. And then uh, they show him going to the room, but then they cut away. You see the two thugs out there, and they just hear the other guy say, hey, he talked. Come in here. And the guy that he fucked up earlier at the beach house goes in there, mm-hmm. and he hears some squabbles. Yeah. Yeah. He got mad Well, actually, squabbles, I'm sorry, before kid. the squabbles. Um, he goes in there and he sees uh, he, what he thinks to be Mike Hammer tied up in the bed. But he ends up stabbing his homie on accident. Ah. And that's when you hear squabbles because then Mike Hammer fucks him up. Yes. And then, like I said, I think his name is Jack Elon, the actor, goes in there, sees the two people dead, the window open, Mike Hammer has escaped. Okay. PJ? Yes, yes. He had, The book that he took from the apartment. He realizes he looks through there, and there is a there's a poem or whatever it is titled "Remember." Mm-hmm. And so he she he has his assistant reading the passage. I don't remember what the passage was, but whatever the passage was, he's like, "Wait, run that back." Mm-hmm. And she says it again, and he's like, "Hmm, you know, the light bulb flickers in his head." Mm-hmm. So then he goes to the morgue, and he has the doctor pull out the girlie's body, and he repeats the passage. He's like, 
it must be inside her, whatever I'm looking for. And the doctor, every time he says something, just not to say like, yes. <laughs> and he's like, well, then if you, if you, it was in her body, then you would have found it. He's like, yes. He's nodding his head and shit. He's like, well, can I get it? He's like, yes. And then he walks into the back. Yeah. But then he find out it was a key mm-hmm. to something that she had. She swallowed it. Easy reference. But, <laughs> yeah. But uh, she had a key. <laughs> she had a key. And the doctor's like, before he not just handed it to him, he just puts his hand out like, run that money. Give me that cheddar, that guap. Yeah, yeah come Gouda. on. Come on. I need something for this. And he's throwing money down in your boy, just like, <laughs> nah, more money. <laughs> he's like, man, look, that's all I got. That's all I'm giving you. He like, and then the first dude is like, all right, he takes the money and he's like, well, what's good? Where the key at? He's like, I ain't never said I was going to give you this key. Huh. He just hustled uh-huh. that nigga, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. I ain't said I was going to give you shit. Yeah. And he starts to reach down to put the key back into the drawer. And your boy Mike Hammer, like I said, from this point on, it's just done. He's done with the bullshit. Yeah. He slams his motherfucking fingers into the drawer. It's one of my favorite scenes because he slams his finger in the drawer. And your boy is screaming like in agony. <laughs> and they just cut to Mike Hammer just smiling like, yeah, it hurt, don't it? Should just give me that motherfucking key. I'll take that key down. Huh? And he pushes it in harder. And your boy screams louder. And it comes back to him like, yeah, it hurts, don't it? Yeah. Just don't give a fuck no more. I'm tired of this shit now. Like, PJ, I'm tired of this mystery. I'm ready to solve this shit. Thank Give you. me the fucking key. Please. Like, from this point forward, the, movie kind, of, the movie kind of moved. Like, the last 30 minutes, the movie is just like, okay, I'm I'm done with the bullshit. I'm smacking niggas. I'm breaking fingers. I'm unlocking boxes. I'm ready for this shit to be over with. Are y'all keeping up? Like, I feel like we we covered a lot <laughs> we right did. now. Is a lot of notes. This is most of the notes I've written. In, I think this has more notes than Dune, I think, even. <laughs> that says a lot. Uh, is Dune in this match? Mm-hmm. That might be in the old one. No, oh, no, MMA is right there. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's more notes than MMA, more notes than Doom. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. PJ got doing it too. <laughs> Fuck you, Patrick. <laughs> there it is. That's what I was looking for. God damn it. Um, he puts the hand in the drawer. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then like I said again, he gets the key and he finds the doctor tells him where the key. Or he finds out where the key goes to. It's like some. What was it? What was it? It was fuck. What was it? He went to. I don't know. Somewhere with some lockers. Fuck. I forget what exactly it was. But he goes up to the clerk and he's like, "Hey, where's this? What locker does this key go to?" And he's like, "I can't. I can't tell you whose fucking locker key that is. What the fuck you think this is?" And he starts throwing money on the counter. He's like, "Look, I don't know what you thought here, but smack, smack, smack. Where the fuck this goddamn yeah, key go yeah, to? I'm not fucking going. with y'all no more." Sit. He's like, "All right, all right, all right. I need answers. I'll take you. I take. I take you. I take you to, I take you to the locker." Yeah, I need answers. We need answers, Sway. God damn it! He takes him to the locker. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing in the locker, but at the very bottom there's a box, mm-hmm. and it's like double box because it's got like a big leather like bound attachment to it. And when he takes that off, then there's a box inside of there. Mm-hmm. And when he opens it up, there's like this loud noise, and then like a bright light. And he closes the fuck out of it real fast. He's like, "What the fuck was that?" This is where they lost me. Well, I'll tell y'all. This about. was the last. No, I get it. Oh, okay. But this is where they just lost. Me. Oh, really? Like, oh, this I, is I'm... where it took the why. What no 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 tell me because I want to explain what I'll explain what it is first and then you tell me why. Okay. But oh, and then he also says before he opens it, he's like, yo, it's hot. Why the fuck is this box so hot? Yeah. You find out why later. Yes. But um he goes back to the crib mm-hmm. and the detective is on his ass. He's like, yo, I, I took your fucking PI license. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you smashing niggas' fingers in death, you slapping people up. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He's like, cause he's telling him, he's like, he starts telling him all the shit he found out, and he's talking about the roommate, they're trying to kill the roommate, the roommate. He like, bro, look, the fucking roommate died a week ago. I don't know who the fuck you talking to. Yeah. <laughs> so then your boy was like, what? Like, who the fuck am I talking to? Yeah. So, so like, do we find out who Shorty is? Yes. Is that another mission? It's another little mystery. God. This. What the fuck? All right. So who, who is she? Where do we find Oh, before this that, though, he goes to hand, uh, he's handing, oh, he, he's handing homie the key. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. He hands him the key because he's telling him, like, you fucked up. Like, you dumb as fuck. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Give me the goddamn key. And when he goes to hand him the key, he sees he has, like, like radiation burns or some shit on his hand. He's looking at it. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, where the fuck you been? Yes. Okay. And then as he's like, and these boys looking at him, he's like, what? What the fuck you worried about? And he's like, yeah, that box contains something. He's like, I won't say exactly what, but I'll just say it has something to do with Manhattan Project. Hint, ha, hint, hint. Ha, ha, ha. And that's what your boy kind of gets a look like. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, am Toxicity I Toxicity in my body now. Yeah. Am I, I going to die? You never know. No, because there's sequels. No. Uh, <laughs> well, there's other Mike Hammer movies on. With him? Well, not with this actor, uh, but with the character. Uh, he basically tells him the box is atomic, though, and that's why it's the bright light and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as he gives him the key, you actually get a cutaway to the locker where the box was. And you see that the locker has been ripped open. The box is gone. And the guy he smacked up that led him to the locker has got shot in the dome. So somebody killed him. Somebody made him take him to the locker, got the box, smoked his ass, got the fuck out of there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mike needs more answers. So he goes, the band-aid dude from earlier, he smacks him up and gets a name. He tells him to go to the museum. He said, I forget what the fucking guy's name is. I'm sorry. I fucking forgot the name and I didn't write it down. But when the museum dude hears that somebody's coming, he's like, fuck this. Downs mass sleeping pills to kill himself, I guess. But Mike gets up there too late. He falls asleep or die. He, I thought he dies. He ate like 50 pills yeah. when they had in the back and you hear him snoring. So I'm like, maybe he's snoring to his death. I don't know. I would think so. I think so. You know. But then he looks at the bottle and sees that all the pills have been given to him by somebody named Dr. Sobering. Ah, and then the light bulb flicks ah, like Dr. Sobering and then he remembers Velda saying earlier something about a Dr. Sobering yes so he's like that's it this is it he's the, that's, he's the one okay. he's behind it all PJ okay and that's when you cut and you see that Dr. Sobering is in fact the guy that had the shoes and the pinstripe outfit but who is Shorty? Shorty is his accomplice she worked with him uh, and that's why he that's why you know and in their scene that's, that's right here that he's Telling her, like, basically, like, all right, I'm about to take, I got the box, I'm about to take it, I'm about to get the fuck out of here. And girl, because girl is like, yo, what's in the box? He's like, ha, they should have named you Pandora. You better not open up that ah, box. Ah, you've heard a lot. You, uh, that, yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. But she thought, like, she was buying whatever it was in there, she thought she was going to get paid with him. And dude's like, ha, you thought. Yeah, no, no, no. Bye. No. And she's she like, oh, oh, really? You left the gun on the table. Huh? Bow. <laughs> Smokes his ass. Uh, yeah. And before he dies, he's like, yo, don't fuck with that box. Whatever you do. Yeah. Yes. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. So she got them, but then right she couldn't. Your boy Mike bursts in right as she's about to open the box. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got the gun still, and he has no gun. So she's like, hey, give me a kiss. Give my man a kiss. Come on, come <laughs> on. Give me a kiss. Give me a, a fucking closer. kiss or I'm going to yeah. shoot your bitch at. A little closer, a little closer, a little closer. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, oh, come on, oh. Come on. Closer. Uh, bow. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. So he ain't dead, but he gets shot. And then while he's on the ground, she opens up the box and she basically gets Raiders of the Lost Ark because she opens it up. It's all the atomicness. Basically, she, basically she takes a Godzilla atomic breath mm-hmm. to her fucking body out of this mm-hmm. box. It's basically what I will equate it to. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same thing. Because like I said, these came out around the same time when, you know, uh-huh. yeah, the, uh-huh. the atomic age. Yeah, okay. You know, when they was making atomic bombs and shit, so they're kind of, yeah. Wow. So that's basically what happened. She got atomic breathed by this box. And so she's burning the fuck up. And I told PJ, I wonder if Spielberg's thought of this idea for Raiders of the Lost Heart because it doesn't show her melt like the Nazis in that movie, but she is on fire. And burning the, the fuck up. Literally burning the fuck and up. And your boy's like, 
I got to go. <laughs> so he and he, he's he finds a girl, right? He's he's trying. He's about to run the fuck out of the bed. He goes do 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 do. Like Velda's like, yo, let me out of here. So he gets his girl. Mm-hmm. They run outside, and when they get a good amount of way, mm. the house blows the fuck up. Of course it does. And then PJ, here's a question that I have about this movie that I didn't have answered. Mm-hmm. Is everybody fucked? Like everybody is this like hits? radioactive fallout now? A fucking atomic thing just blew the fuck up. And I mean, they're in the water, but they're not that far away. Like, are people about to be dead as fuck out here? Quarantine the whole city, guys. Or something. Is it like Resident Evil about to pop mm. off in this bitch? Like, fallout about to happen? That's a great question. <laughs> That's I would say never yeah. answered. And it doesn't come up in any other Mike Hammer movies, so maybe it was just a contained events. We need to make one. Where's Kiss Me oh, Daddy Part 2? Oh, didn't do the movie thing. What's the movie thing? I don't know. Yesterday. How you had? Oh, the dream shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remind me because I did. I forgot that earlier. Remind me. I I got you this time. Okay. But um, yeah, that's that's Kiss Me Deadly though. That's it. That was in the movie. Once once the house blew up, it showed them like in the water, safe from the explosion. It just said the end. All right. So before we know, before promo, give me questions. I'll give you answers if I have them. What are your questions? I don't think I have any questions. Oh, did I answer them? Yeah. Oh, like you walked me through it. I I got it. (laughs) The podcast helped. This is. Well, there you this go. That's what we do this for, okay? Well, there you go. Because I'm usually the one with the questions. Yeah. yeah. And but I usually I, answer them if I can. I think I'm good. Uh, Promo. Yes. And advertisements. Yes. Fold that ass. Goddamn right. Don't go away. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Only fans. Oh, well. Paulicious. Hey, we're back. Oh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> so, Mr. Paulicious. Yes. What did you think about Kiss Me Deadly? The shit was too much. <laughs> like, it, oh. it was just too much. I couldn't... Not to say it was a lot to follow, but it was a lot to follow. Like, if for a movie, I don't want to think that much. I kind of want to watch the movie and... Watch the movie without thinking and backtracking with the character. That's part of the mystery, PJ. You got to follow the mystery. Be like, oh, that's that. Oh, like, oh shit, that's that nigga they showed earlier, but he ain't actually the killer. What's going on, player? Or they? It's like actual detective work, nigga. You gotta remember the shit. (laughs) I don't. I just. uh, It's too much. It's too much. I. It's not my cup of tea. I'll say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> ah. Don't worry about me. Just get your score. I'm gonna go a strong four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just didn't didn't do it for me. I will say, mm-hmm. just like with um, I th- what episode did we do where I changed my score? Oh, I think it was MMA. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a, it was like a seven and I, on IMDb when I watched it years ago and I upped it to eight when we did it on the podcast. Yeah. This is the reverse. Oh, I will yeah. say I liked it less than I remember. So IMDb, I get this a 10. Yeah. Oh. I fucking love this movie. Oh, okay. 
But see, again, like I said, I think it was because when we're not taking notes and we're yes. just watching the shit, yeah. it's usually a lot more like cool. But like when I'm actually writing notes and I'm trying to follow shit, sometimes that can be the downfall. Yeah. But I still like it, though. I remember the slaps from like when you we watched it. I th- honestly, guy, if I remember right, you came in at the scene with the fucking opera dude and the records being broke. So you came in around the period when okay. motherfuckers was like getting tired of this shit. Okay, that's what made so it. That, so basically, you missed like the first like forty five minutes. I think. That was only forty five. No, wait a minute. Whole, no, the first you, no, hour. No, you were there at the pool scene too. So actually, I take that back. So you were there from oh, like the pool. So you did see that part. Huh. So you might only miss like the first 25 or so, actually. So you were there for most of the movie, shit. Yeah. But like I said, we weren't really paying. We were talking more. And just yeah. like when niggas was getting slapped, we was like, ah. Yeah, yeah, laugh, laugh, laugh. But like I said, I, now we paying attention. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the detective work. I am a big fan of film, no R movies. Ah. And I like all the smacking uh-huh. and the fast talking and the intrigue. But I just don't think it's perfect like I used to. It is not a 10 out of 10 movie for your boy, but it is an eight. Wow. I still enjoy this movie. It is the reason why I bought this fucking movie. I own it because Criterion. I like it. And it's Criterion Edition, bitch. Would you say I would like a film noir where they're like talking over and they like... I have lots was... of film noirs. There's actually one that's a Christmas movie and it was under the tree one time. Huh. It's called Blast of Silence. That one has the... um. The the voiceover and the final line of the movie is the voiceover going bang you're dead. Um, ah, <laughs> and, see, like, and I think ass. I think I have another. It's another Criterion movie it's called The Naked City. It actually got spun off into a TV show that was on forever. Right. It was like it was like pro like pre Law and Order type shit, but it was like Law and Order in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think that has it because it's like there's eight thousand stories in the Naked City. This is one of them. Some shit like that. I think that's what it's ah. like. But that has it. Touché. It's a lot of them that do like or they. Oh, there's one. It's it's one of my favorite noirs. They might still be a 10 if I watch it again because I fucking love it. It's called Double Indemnity, mm-hmm. but it's not a detective movie. It's like, um, oh, I don't want to spoil it. Um, basically, it's like motherfuckers trying to do insurance fraud and, yeah. and, and, and there's treachery, basically. Is I, there voiceovers with that? I don't think there's voiceovers now, but it has, that one has the fast talk and that has the, you know, the, the cool guy like yeah. quips and shit that they would do. But it does have Eric G. Robinson in there. Eric G. Robinson is the dude that's like, she, and I'm doing that type of shit. That was him. Ah. So he's in that movie. I think it just needed to have, I don't, yeah, like something that that kept me. Yeah, the, the story didn't hook you, and this is all story. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. It's like I just jumped in, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like. I enjoyed it. Not as much as I used to, but I still, well, maybe when I watch Outside the Podcast, maybe I'll like it more again. But now I give it an eight. I think this is like. I think watching this, if I was to read Lord of the Rings. <laughs> read the book? Yeah. And that's just like that thick. You know this this you know this, book, like you know this, this you know this book is like that thick? <sighs> this one? Yeah. And they cram all that shit into yeah. it. Let me, hold on. Let me look up Kiss Me Deadly book. It's See how many pages Amazing. That's uh, 225. Kiss Me Deadly. Come on. Not daddy. Kiss me, daddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. the book? For the novel. Okay, yeah, there we go, the novel. Um, Pages. Kiss me, daddy. Does 200, it, 209. Does it tell me? Uh-huh. Or will it not tell me? I don't want the goddamn plot summary. <laughs> Come on. Oh, it doesn't tell me. It just It has 13 chapters. Uh, so it's, it's average. Average length. Yeah. Okay. All right, kiss me deadly. I'm, I'm gonna read you the motherfucking plot. Okay. 
Mike Hammer is a tough private investigator who, with the assistance of his associate and lover, Velda, typically works on penny-andy divorce cases. Mm. One evening, Hammer is forced to suddenly stop his sports car by Christina, an escapee from a nearby psychiatric hospital who is running barefoot along the road wearing nothing but a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Hammer gives her a ride. Christina asks him, whatever happens to Remember Me, alluding to a poem by Christina Rossetti. Thugs waylay them, and Hammer hears Christina screaming as she is tortured to death. The thugs then push Hammer's car off a cliff with Christina's body and an unconscious Hammer inside. Hammer comes to in the hospital with Velda hovering over him. He decides to investigate Christina's death, believing that it must be connected with something big. He retrieves a book of poetry from the dead woman's apartment and reads aloud several lines from Rossetti's poem, Remember, as he tries to figure out what that something may be. This is the movie or this is the book? The movie. Ah. Hammer goes to the apartment of Lily Carver, that's the roommate's name, Lily, who says she was Christina's roommate. Lily tells Hammer she is hiding and asks Hammer to protect her. She is after a mysterious box that she believes has contents worth a fortune. Hammer later arrives at the lavish mansion of gangster Carl Avello, who is seeking the mysterious box. Hammer fends off Charlie Max and Sugar Smallhouse, two of Avello's henchmen, and then confronts Avello, who is initially impressed by Hammer's brazenness and offers to work out a deal, but swiftly retracts his offer. Hammer's friend Nick, the auto mechanic, is then murdered. Carl's thugs kidnap Hammer and take him to an isolated beach house where another of their associates, Dr. G.E. Soberin, who is revealed to be Christina and Nick's murderer, injects him with sodium pentothal before interrogating him. Hammer kills Carl and Sugar and escapes, but when he goes to his friend, Lieutenant Murphy, for help, Murphy warns him off, hinting that it all has to do with a top-secret government experiment akin to the Manhattan Project. Akin to the Manhattan, okay. Hammer goes back to the beach house and finds Lily, now revealed to be an imposter named Gabrielle, together with Soberin. They have Velda locked in a bedroom and they have the box. Gabriel shoots Soberin to get the box for herself. With his dying words, Soberin urges her not to open it. Mm-hmm. When Hammer comes to in the room, Gabrielle shoots him. She then opens the box, which emits a blinding night and piercing sound. Gabrielle screams and bursts into flames. Hammer, wounded, struggles to his feet and looks for Velda. Together, the pair flee the burning house, helping each other along the beach to the ocean as the house explodes behind them. I think you know that spot on. Sir. There you go. See, so I, got you, I, got you, I got you, son. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that was it. So that was, hey. that, again, that was Kiss Me Daily. All right. Yeah. All right. PJ gave it four, I give it eights. Yeah. It happens sometimes. It doesn't happen often that we don't have similar scores, but it happens sometimes. Sometimes. But... I'll be back in a second. I got to get the cards because we got segments on this show. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Forgot to grab them. Also, if you want to see Paulicious live, <laughs> go ahead and tell me what you want to see. Don't forget. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Ooh, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really want to zig a zig. Yeah, come on. If you want to be peace lover. Goddamn right. got to subscribe to OnlyFans. Goddamn right. <laughs> Paulicious love handle. That shit never is. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're not ready for the Spice Girl references. All right. We got the Black History flashcards from the Urban Intellectuals, Volume 3. Who we got today? Give me the name. Give me the date. Give me the occupational. Jan. Jan? John. Jan. Oh, J. was it J-A-N? J-A-N. That is Jan. Why not? Jan Ernst Matzelinger. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar. Who was up with this person? <clears throat> September 15th, 1852 to August 24th, 1889. Mm. Technology and engineer. There we go. An inventor. Oh. After immigrating to America, Jan became an apprentice in the shoemaking business. 
Mm. When he noticed all the problems shoes had, he invented the lasting machine, which would stitch the sole of the shoe, making the shoe process much faster. You got better shoes because of black people, folks. Does that not make sense? I mean, come on. In March of 1883, Jan received a patent for his invention. The lasting machine could make around 700 pairs of shoes in a day, which was about 10 times the amount a person could do. Because of his invention, Jan became a founder of the Consolidated Lasting Machine Company. Jan Ernst Matzelinger. There you go. Matz. As you're walking around comfortable in them shoes, remember. Niggas did that shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. We got the mixtape card, P. Jizzle. Mm-hmm. See what, what scenario we got for you today. All right. Here we go, yo. Here we, Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what is the scenario? Well, Joe knows this. Bo know that. Uh-oh. Is that, do I need to switch cards? What song do you play while riding Falklore the Luck Dragon? I don't know what that is. Well, give me that card. All right. <laughs> reference to something that I don't know about. <laughs> Falklore the Dragon? I don't dragon? know who Falklore is. So All we just going to skip that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Somebody's right. probably saying, like, come on, guys. Oh, my Falcor. God. You don't know Falcor? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't. No, nobody knows. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pass that over to the <laughs> hand side. What song or band changed the way you think about music? EPMD, easily. So there's... That's what got me in old school hip hop. Mm. I might have told that story. Whoa, that was all bad. I might have told that story before. But I'll tell it again. Fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I was ne- I, w- I liked songs, but I was never heavy in the music. But in middle school, it was like sixth grade, I think. Mm-hmm. It's going through my mom's CD case, and uh, there was a CD in there that looked like it was like some bootlegs or some like super low budget. Shit. I was like, "What the fuck is EPMD? Unfinished <laughs> business?" And she was like, "Oh, that was the shit. That's some old school." You know, I was like, "Fuck it, I put it in there to see what to listen to." And then that was the old school awakening. Mm. EPMD, unfinished business. Album. So what you're saying is the first song on there. So mm. yeah. So what you saying? Exactly. Huh? Huh? So yeah. that that was an easy one for Prince. EPMD with their second album, easily. Ah, that was the awakening. That is why I am the person I am today. EPMD. Eric and Parrish making dollars, or Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats, whichever one you want. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I mean, I feel like I could say Lil Wayne, but. I mean, I mean, at a, for at the time it was probably yeah, true. like he, but because you guys didn't know that Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive because he had a mixtape called the best rapper alive. Come on, PJ's quotes not mine. Come on, I just think if you're able to have the audacity, every rapper says they're the best rapper alive. I too say that. There now. you go. So, but what I put out a tape called the best rapper alive. Well, it's already been done now, so he beat you to it. I mean, I, best rapper alive today. I don't know. <laughs> uh, nowadays, what was the question rapper. exactly again? What song or band changed the way you think about music? Okay, so Lil Wayne changed the way you think about music. For real, it was like nothing before him. Like what before was before him? No, what would, that was your hip hop awakening. Was Lil Wayne? Uh, what, what song exactly? No, oh, okay. honestly, it was J Cole. Like it wasn't until because like before I left for college, what it was song made you want to be a rapper? You wanted to be a skateboarder for a long time. Yeah, what was what made you want to be a rapper? Uh, J Cole, okay, Wale. And, and just them in general, or is there a song? Nah, just hearing both of them in the what, way. What, it was. What, uh, you wasn't Lupe? And Lupe just made you want skateboard. Yeah, Lupe, I feel like Lupe he was. Lupe Fiasco, more for those that don't know. Uh, he was like my mood music. Oh, okay. 
Like, he was so like, like Kenny Tangerine push, Man. That was your kick, incidental push. music. Yeah, that's just my my skateboard music. Okay. Like, yeah, damn right, we kick push. I see. And we coast. But yeah, hearing the way like Cole and Wale like actually flip beats and do all that shit. That's all right. Yeah. Well, there we go. We got any uh, associations for me today, or you didn't? I always do that. It's always one week, and then this week is not. We record back to back. Yeah. Fuck. If not, it's cool. Yeah, we'd be a swift episode today. We had one twenty one. Shit. Yeah, it's a quick episode. I had a feeling this was gonna be a quick episode after I saw how you was reacting to me. I'm like, this ain't gonna be long. Oh. Yeah, I know. I knew. It's nothing. It's nothing. Well, I will give. I will give. Well, I don't know. I can't say a shout out, but I will show some love. Mm-hmm. PJ, mm-hmm. the homegirls at the Color Me Dead podcast are ending their podcast. Oh, life is happening. They got to get back to life. I guess back to life. I will shout them out though because they are the reason we're on the fucking Age Radio Podcast Network. Yes, thank you so much. Like they've been fucking with us. I think all the way back to the Thing episode. So since 2017. Ah. Well, they, they y- y'all can still listen to us, right? Yeah, they can still listen to them too. Their feed, their their episodes will still be there. They just won't be no new ones, probably, unless they come back. And I don't know. Ah. There are some podcasts that that like come like go away, and then they might drop some here and there, and then they'll go away, and you know, just keep dropping shit like a little special, sporadic, yeah, shit. sporadic. Okay, episode. Ah. I don't know if that's what they're gonna do. But some people do that. Some and then there's some podcasts they call it pod fading, where basically you just go with no, no, you don't say nothing. Like you just one day just stop uploading shit. Oh. Yeah, that happens to some people oh, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Oh. Now nah, I'm done. Fuck this. Pod fading. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Huh. But yeah, Color Me Dead Podcast. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Good shit. Good run. Yes. Thanks for all the love and support you've always given us. Woo. Your sticker is still on my laptop. Goddamn right. And just like they always say, we'll tell you to stay out of them goddamn chalk lines. Uh, please. Yes. Please. Pretty. We will continue to stay out of chalk lines as much as we can. Continue to listen. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I mean, you, you, still, you still listen to us, yeah. Yeah. Your, your shit's still up there. We can go back and listen to old shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Check them out, goddammit. Yeah. PJ. Yes. On that note, though, mm-hmm. I guess I could give him some info since we're hitting this point of the show. And what is that? You can find us on social media. We all over the goddamn place. Goddamn right. Best place to find me is on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase oddcast, HVH podcast on Twitter. Uh, PJ's on Twitter at Pauly PJ, but he barely on there. If you want to holler at PJ, he is where? At 614P underscore music. On what? Oh, Instagram. And what? SoundCloud. What's on SoundCloud? I rap. I'm a rapper. Bars. I have songs. <laughs> <laughs> PJ got music on SoundCloud. He's on Instagram. You can holler at him on there. Uh-huh. We have a Patreon page where you can help support the show, keep this shit going as long as we can, because we don't plan on stopping. Can't stop. Won't stop. Won't stop. <clears throat> we ain't got no life. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, we got $1 tier, $3 tier, or whatever the fuck you want to give us tier. Mm-hmm. $1 tier. I mean, you can pretty much get everything. Well, not everything, but you get a lot of shit with the $1 tier. Mm-hmm. The big difference is that with the $3 tier, you can make us watch movies over and over again, like Nelly. Fuck you, Patrick. Yeah. Pat, that you took Joey's place, Patrick. There you go. But the $1 tier, you get a lot of the same stuff, but you only get to give us a movie to watch once. So if you're a $1 patron, make it count. Yes. Actually, next week is a Patreon pick if I remember right. And it's a sorry, what are we doing? Is, no, we have done a movie in this genre before, just not very often. It's a genre that most podcasters don't like to talk about because it's kind of hard to talk about sometimes. But we don't barely talk about the movie a lot of times, so it's easy for us. Ah, as a very long title, I'll say that as a hint. Yep. All right. Well, that's next week Patreon yep. pick. Mm-hmm. Will it be fuck you blank person? Mm. I don't know. We'll find mm. out. Can it be worse than Doom? Do you think it will? I don't know. I think, I'll fuck with it? I think it, it depends on the humor. 
Ah, I'll say man. that. That okay. might be a big hint to what type of genre I'm talking about. Is it? I don't. I don't. We saw the trailer. I think we like chuckled at what, once or twice at the trailer. Yeah, we did those videos a month ago. Yes. Oh, there you go. He oh, remembers. Ah, uh, it's parody. Mm-hmm. It's a parody movie. Fuck, I'll just say. Yeah, but there's a ton of those, so nobody will know which one I'm talking about. But it's yeah. a it's a parody movie. Uh, but it's parody movies I've only seen like one of. Yeah, so he won't know the reference. We'll, yeah, we'll see if I get it. Okay, it might be one of the ones that just goes right over the motherfucking head. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I did mm. just watch. There's a Fast and Furious parody movie called Super Fast, mm. and I can't lie, I did laugh. Oh. Especially because I'm not a huge fan of the... I mean, I, I like some of the Fast and Furious movies, but a lot of them are not great. Mm. But... It, man, Do you it, like parody? I don't like parody movies. Like, I, I don't like think old school parody movies more than newer ones. Like... Like, I like, well, I'm going to get you, sucker, Hollywood Shuffle type shit. Those are parodies? Well, I, well, Hollywood Shuffle... Because, you know, parodies got this... The um, Cisco and Ebert part where they parody like Dirty Harry and zombie movies and shit. Ah. And they parody detective movies like the one we just watched, remember? Ah. And then uh, they parody Rambo and Rambro and all that shit. Yeah, it's, it's a parody. It's, okay. It's not the whole movie's not parody. Yeah. It has a storyline, yeah, but it has different. parody bits. I'm Gonna Get You Sucker is a parody movie. Black Dynamite is a parody movie type thing. Because he's parodying black exploitation movies and shit. And both of those, actually. The. Uh, scary movie yeah that's the scary movie that's the, the first two after that they kind of track parody the first two though yeah shit like that those are parody that's, movies yeah uh, what's the Wayne's Brothers I, one The Haunted House I still haven't seen that I, I saw that at the theater I kind of like that one I, I, can't, I can't lie about that one but then there's the ones that are like the director video type ones like Paranormal Wactivity and yeah. uh, Vampire Suck Date Movie Epic Movie you know Meet the Spartans you know that type of shit oh yeah Spartans have you ever seen We Are the Millers? We're the Millers. We're the Millers. Uh no, I actually haven't. Ah, okay. I know what you're I'm talking about. I do know that it. To the list. That's just okay. List. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's a parody movie. Okay. I ain't telling you a parody of what. You'll find out next week. But yeah, I don't okay. have high hopes. I this shit. Don't either. Yeah, I don't. We'll find out. I'm going in with the lowest of expectations. Like I said, that's what I went in there with the super fast movie. And I ended up kind of liking it. So okay. hey, you never yeah. know. Hmm. But. What else we got? Oh, we got merchandise on Redbubble and T Public. Mm-hmm. If you want our faces on your body, you go to T Public and get you them shirts or whatever the fuck else you want. I don't, I'm just saying, you do do you, goo. But uh, what else we got? What else we got? YouTube. Oh, yes. we was just saying, if you want to know a movie I'm talking about, put out YouTube videos on Wednesday. That's where we pick the movie that we're gonna watch on Friday. So that's how you can find out what we're talking about. Are you just waiting until Friday? But that's no fun. Come on. Come on. Uh, I think I think that's about it, dog. I think that's. It. I mean, oh, the music that you hear at the beginning of the outro that's yeah. that's Trade Voorhees. Go to tradevoorhees.com and buy some of his goddamn music. Goddamn it's, right, it's, it's good. <laughs> you heard it. Yeah, and he made a beat. That, well, he didn't make it for PJ, but he made a beat, and PJ's like, "Can I have that?" And he sent it to PJ. So there's a Trade Voorhees and Polly PJ song out there. I don't know if we played. I think it you. Right. I was say. Did we play I'm it? I'm pretty sure you just played that last. Oh, well, then, hey, there you go. There See, you go. go to yeah. SoundCloud and you hear Polly PJ and Trade Voorhees right there. Boom. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. So fuck it. Like you get a short episode this week. <laughs> right. Thank, thank you. Hour and a half. Shit. I think doing was like an hour and a half. So you know, every every couple episodes we hit one that's not very long. So <laughs> right. You know, like I said, MMA can be two and a half hours. The Candy Tangerine Man can be like two hours, but then you get like a Doom that's like an hour and a half. Or this is an hour and a half. So it's, it happens. Yeah. People might actually listen to us this week because they're like, oh, it's not three hours fucking is long. This so. Still good podcasting. Yes. This it's is always good podcasting. Okay. Okay. So PJ. Yes. I guess I got. Oh no, I don't. Oh, you asked me about the story thing. Ah, ah see, yes, I almost, I almost yes, let it yes, slip yes, again. Yes, story. 
So to, to one re- more time. Okay, yes. I was about to say to recap. Mm-hmm. I told PJ, I have weird ass dreams a lot of times. <laughs> and I would always Good. say to myself, I bet if I like wrote these down, I could like make a story out of these and probably make some money. I don't fucking know. Or I could just read them on a podcast for shits and giggles, because why not? And I did that. Because why not? Yeah, I, I wrote it. I, I mean, it's not very detailed because, like I said, it was a fucking dream. I, you know, once you wake up, it starts to go away, so you can't really. Yeah, it fades. So, there you go. This is from okay. June 11th of 2021. Okay. <laughs> for some reason, a guy and two kids, sisters, travel to get something. They end up at a drug spot hidden in a store, but escape. It leads them to a home that is only occupied by kids at the moment, and the kids are helpful. They give the they give I guess me I put me because I guess it was me in the story so they give me what I want needed but they decide to knock out two of my peoples to take their place they're basically like yeah the two sisters you got with you they knocked them out like we going with you instead take us away from here oh so and I'm like no it was says I tell them no and I go to get my peoples and wake them up they get upset and pull a gun on me <laughs> these kids yeah we get into a tussle and I get hold of the gun I grab my peoples and we escape. I also put the gun on safety because Brandon's smart. But <laughs> ah, we run out right. the door and the kid's big brother, who is apparently a street hood, is in the car outside with his homies and sees me running out of his house. Mm. The kids yell something to him that is a lie. Probably like, yo, he stole something. I don't know what the fuck it was. And he threatens me from the backseat of the car. I end up pointing a revolver at him through the back window. Mm-hmm. He says something that pisses me off and I attempt to pull the trigger, but I'm holding it wrong and it slips out my hand slightly and I catch it. Mm. They all laugh at me and I grab my peoples and take off running from the dude as it's him and his homies get ready to chase us. And that's where it stopped. Mm. <laughs> that was the actual dream I had. I bet it was like more intense than your... Yeah, it was Than what you yeah. said, but it's actual... Yeah. Were, were, were we in a city? Were we like rural? Where, yeah, where it was a city. It was a city? Yeah. Ah. It kind of, like, just from what I remember, it kind of was like the west side almost. I don't know why I was on the west. Ah. I was out west. Niggas. Yeah. yeah that, she wrote, that shit can really happen out west. I was about to say, that sounds about <laughs> right. Like, that's, that's about, okay. But yeah, is it... Yeah, uh, that, that was the dream, PJ. I'm having action movies in my dreams for some reason. I guess I mean I, kids, I, kids up here running, bucking, running game, trying That's to yeah. yeah, trying to pull a chopper on me. Uh, I was, you know, I was watching a movie from the 1930s and they said, "Yo, hand me that gat." Real shit. Uh, from 1933 is a movie called The Public Enemy. He said, "Hand me that gat," and I was like, "That's the right. I was like, because I know you know rappers always reference them old yeah, gangster movies. Yeah. Like that's where that comes from. Come on. I didn't know that was like 1930s slang. Nah, hand me the gat. Mm-hmm. Give me that shit. That might be a movie if I ever get a pick. We might have to show you that one because that's a gang. I think it's some. I mean, it's from 1933, but I think you'll like it. Okay, because it's like some gangster shit. Yeah, I like the gangster shit. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done any. We haven't done no mob movies know, on this right? podcast. In we'll do Casino. That Fire. shit is. Yeah, that's the three hours long too. So I had to have some time for that one. What was Lord of the Rings? Three hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> on that note, though. Uh huh. Hey, hey. Oh no, he actually went to dream. Uh-huh. Somebody, would y'all want to see that movie? Tell me that. Tell me that's the thing. Tell me if you okay. want me to make that movie. That's what I want to know. Are you like fuck that? That's a terrible idea. What I would the? Know. What would the? I think you got to like the, maybe the what do they call it? The climax. But after the climax, uh, what what is? I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I mean, I could finish it, but ah. I'd have to like think about it because I'm like I don't know. Ah, okay. I'm guessing like this is a chase us and I escape or some shit, but then I don't know because it seemed like that's just like probably like the first like 20, 30 minutes of the fucking Yeah, so, I mean, I see what <laughs> it's we're the going. first act. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. So, based off of that, just that right there. Yeah. That's your sales pitch. That's, right that's, there. that's, that's the, the pitch. That's the pitch. It's like to the studios. Like, yo, I can continue this, but what you think so far? Okay. There you go. And that's just a dream I had. I mean, day. I would pick it up. What I just want to see what the fuck. Maverick. I'm going to hit up Maverick. Like, Maverick, y'all want to fuck yeah, a brother up with a movie? 
Come on. Yeah, yeah, they might fuck with me. Come on. <laughs> you need us. That's right. We stick together. Goddamn right. Urban cinema. Goddamn right. <laughs> so yeah, let me know what y'all think about that pitch. Would you pick that up? Would you watch that movie? Let me know. Because mm-hmm. PJ, mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know what makes you cry. I want to know. So I can be. No, I fucked up. Oh. I want to know. Oh, he got to go back. Right, rewind. Hold on. What's the first one? Uh, I want to know. Turns you turns on. Turns you on. Turns you. And I would. So I can be all that. And more. I want to know. I want to know what. Makes you cry, so I can, I can be, be the only one to make you smile. Now tell me, tell me, tell me what I gotta do to please you, baby. Anything you say, I do. Cause I only wanna make you happy from the bottom of my heart. It's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Joe. God damn it. Oh, shit. <sighs> yeah. That was a no to our vocals. It's fine. That's cool. Hey, you know what? I still do it. I still sing better than Joe to see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Shots fired. God damn it. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him something, PJ. What is that? I'm Brent. I'm PJ. Ha. 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 Come on. We mix over here. Real life mixing. No. <laughs> Ooh, where'd you find this? <laughs> Trade sent it to me. Goddamn. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I got the moves. <laughs> Have a great rest of your Friday. Yes. Have a great rest of whatever the fuck day you listen to this on. Yes. Uh, have you seen Kiss Me Daily? Who's team? Are you team PJ or are you team Brent? What do you think about Kiss Me Daily? I like it. I think it's an enjoyable detective story. PJ think it's convoluted as fuck. Yes, that's the word. Yeah. Convolution. I got the words. He knows how to use them. All these years later. Goddamn right. Yeah, I know it. I know it gets to you. You like when I use the big words. Mm. And you like when I get close to the microphone. <laughs> get the towels ready, baby. Ooh. I know it's dripping Ooh. wet from Boy. the garbage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, goddamn right. Take a swig. You know what I got for you? This dick. That's all I got. Sorry. She's like, what you got for me? Like, I got dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bars, bars and dick, bars and dick. What, what do you want? I don't, I don't know. Shit. I got dars, dars, dars. Come on, dars. Oh, shit. Bringing it all to the table, folks. Yes. Come on. Oh shit. Well, peace, peace. <laughs>